It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. How appropriate is it that today I saw a press conference in North Carolina given by now Governor uh, Cooper, who uh, I assume will not be governor <laughs> very shortly um, because of how many people he's uh, angering in North Carolina due to his, uh, the ridiculous amount of lockdown uh, that's going on. Uh, really, he's hanging on to it. And uh, when North Carolina is like one of the best places uh, with the stats so far for the virus. Um, but the way they are counting is very unscientific and even just poor math, okay? <laughs> All they're doing is adding. If there's any additional cases, which of course there will be, uh, because you can't stop a virus from spreading simply by masks and keeping a certain feet distance and, and all of that. That's not how it works, um, especially not with this virus and, um, and especially how they test for the virus. So as long as they keep adding, yes, there will be more cases. And then if that's the metric you're, you're doing, where if we don't have any new cases, um, then, then we can open, then you're never going to open. So it's like this rigged thing uh which we see it's it's it really it all it does is that it shows who's really paying attention and who's not paying attention not taking that extra step or two forward to really think about it and discuss it and then if you disagree or or you attempt to discuss uh these things you have your family members say uh inadvertently maybe she didn't do it on purpose but say i wish you were dead right uh okay well i wish you the best because uh, i don't yeah I, I didn't take that one very seriously um i hope i do wish her the best and um <laughs> and i don't think she wishes that i was dead but uh how appropriate is it that today's toxic enemy number five is stress so masks uh, wearing it for long periods of time, like workers do, um, that is a stress because it's reducing the amount of oxygen that you're taking in and it's forcing you to rebreathe the amount of, um, uh, was it CO2, um, carbon dioxide? Anyway, carbon dioxide or the, the, your exhalation, the stuff that you're trying to get rid of, it's forcing you to breathe it back in. Uh, and why is that a bad thing? Well, Fresh air, obviously the body would run better on fresh air, sunshine, exercise, uh, lack of stress, um, you know, a, a better environment, the de-stress protocol, which I mentioned all the time. Um, it would run better if all those facets and areas of your environment were healthy. So um, when we say we have to cover our faces to stop the spread because there's science um, backing that up, yet we ignore all the other science that's conflicting, um, then yes, we, we add a stressor. <laughs> we add a stressor. And now they're going to, they pretty much, they are threatening to, well, they're making it an option for the store to call the cops on people who are not wearing a mask. It's that ridiculous. Um, but people, you know, people think 
that uh, the mask is stopping the spread somehow. Well, um, it isn't. And um, yes, there's plenty of experts who agree with um, the mask and plenty of experts who disagree with the mask. And the way I look at it as what makes the most sense. So foundationally, do I believe people who don't have any symptoms can spread the virus? No, because if you have the virus and you can spread it, then what's the point of a vaccine? So they, it gives you the virus and somehow that's okay. You don't spread it after you have the vaccine. So, so that, you know, it seems like a, 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 a missing step here in logic where um, you don't have, you like, you completely fine. Like you don't even have any symptoms. You don't even realize anything's happening to you, but then you can spread it. I mean, I think that's certain viruses uh, that's possible, um, but those are the really, really bad ones. And this is not one of the really, really bad ones. So and from my understanding, from when I read, uh, virologist books and when I listen to podcasts interviewing uh, epidemiologists and virologists and um, all those experts in those fields so from my understanding that doesn't make sense and um, then then they're like uh, okay so then the the counterpoint is why not just wear it anyway it's so easy why not just do it um, there it's unhealthy it spreads fear it's it's worse for people. So that's how I view it. I view it as it's worse for the kids growing up right now. It's worse for everyone if we just don't concentrate on the right things. And the right things are concentrating on the vulnerable population, uh, redoing how we do healthcare, basically, um, making it like a, a person-centered uh, approach to the virus would be so much better where we say, hey, you know what works with the virus? Boosting vitamin D, because that's um, been shown many times in many different countries. But so, so their track record, uh, <laughs> their track record is not very good. It is very clearly politicized. They have admittedly, uh, they have already admitted that they lied previously. Well, this is Dr. Fauci. He, he admitted a couple days ago that he lied. He purposely lied. So you, you expect me to now believe the words that come out of someone's mouth when they're, they're, they're completely okay with lying to you. So yeah, so I don't believe that. I, I don't believe, and I, I will not listen to people who have a pharmaceutical interest and uh, who get paid by pharmaceuticals, who uh, are pushing for bad science, uh, for, <laughs> for a number of reasons. I don't, I mean, I don't see a point in listening to uh, Bill Gates when it comes to vaccine because he makes it. And so why would you listen to someone who literally profits off of um, the decision that he's being asked about? Why would you ask him in his opinion? Like, why would you say, I mean, would you go to the owner of Chick-fil-A and say, hey, what's the best chicken sandwich? You know, what, what, what chicken sandwich should we have? He's going to say, mine, of course, that's a conflict of interest. So when I heard that Google is getting into the pharmaceutical game, when I heard Dr. Fauci already has interests, vested interest in pharmaceuticals, uh, so he's going to get money for that decision, then I will not listen to their opinion. Um, it's just you have to find a credible source, and I just don't want to waste my time 
listening to um, people who are clearly paid for, who admittedly lie, who, um, who are purposely skewing, let's not forget, they're purposely skewing the science. Like, does that, I mean, just run the numbers in your head. If you're always adding, will there be a continuation of numbers that make it look worse? Yes. So why aren't they going by percentage or, or, or rate? Why aren't they going with a infectious rate like, or, or hospitalization rate, which makes more sense? Because 80% of people don't actually have an issue with it. We should be looking at who has, how many people that are getting affected, um, infected have an issue with it. So if 2 million more cases, happen to occur, that's fine, as long as the number of hospitalizations and deaths are low. So why aren't we comparing the numbers? It's obvious that it's, I mean, to me anyway, if this is your first time hearing it, um, this might be shocking to you, but the government lies uh, about health because it's more profitable for you to be sick constantly and in fear and to listen to them. Um, that's not a conspiracy talk. That, that is truth. Because, um, well, I mean, you listen to the other toxic enemies. This, this is all allowed poison in your environment. This is all allowed. So if they had your best interest at heart and didn't have the co corporation's best interest at heart, it we would have a different conversation right now. So stress. There are many types of stress besides masks and um, uh, public shaming and family members uh, wishing your, your death. Um, there are xenobiotic stress, so pretty much um, exogenous or um, stressors that are not in the body. Um, so that includes heavy met the other parts of the, the, the toxic enemy list, heavy metals, pesticides, electromagnetic magnetic waves. That's right. I didn't believe that one when I first read this book either. But the more I learn about health, the more I realize there's a lot more to health than um, what we're led to believe. Uh, so exhaust fumes, pollution, toxins from the environment. So even if you had an issue with one of these, you would agree that all these things combined, you breathing in, drinking in, and eating um, all these toxic chemicals would be an issue at some point, right? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm taking in a little bit of poison um, at a time. So that's fine over the course of my life. Is it? Um, so if you never give your body the resources it needs, then it can't really perform properly. So in that case, but a lot of people don't know what resources the body needs. They think food is just about calories, protein, carbs, and fat. Like if I have that, if I have calories, then I have enough resources to function, right? That's not the case. There are millions of uh, chemical transactions and, and processes in the body, and that requires other chemicals, uh, and let's call those other chemicals vitamins and minerals, um, because everything can be reduced down to a chemical. It, it's um, an element, whatever. It's, it's, all, it's all the same, okay? And if you don't have the, the, the right optimal amount of vitamins and minerals, then how can the process take place optimally? How can you function properly? So that all starts with understanding what resources your body actually needs. All right, let's go with, uh, it's a, every chapter of course is great, but let's go with um, 
or we're on the stress chapter, toxic enemy number five, which is on page 46. There's a lovely infographic, the stress reaction. I hope that's not backwards when, uh, when you see it. But, um, but yeah, it goes over a chemical reaction and a chain reaction that takes place in the body um, if you're constantly getting a stress signal. So if you get a stress signal, that's anything. So that's, that's uh, you thinking about a stressful event over and over and over again. So it's like a negative loop. That can send a signal of stress. So what happens is uh, it's called the HPA axis or even the HPT axis. So hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. So the hypothalamus sends a signal, uh, it releases a hormone that then activates the um, adrenal, cort adrenal cortex, medulla, sorry, adrenal medulla, uh, which then goes back to, forgot the loop, but those are, let's look over here. So hypothalamus sends a, releases the corticotropin releasing hormone to the pituitary gland, and then it releases the, uh, uh, what is the ACTH? Adrenocorticotropin hormone, I believe, um, which then activates the uh, adrenal medulla, which then activates the, uh, which releases norepinephrine and epinephrine, which are, um, corticoids, glucocorticoids, which can spike your blood sugar. Um, it's all, okay, that's all might have been too much for you, a little bit too sciencey. So, um, I mean, it was a little off the cuff, it was a little much for me too. So <laughs> um, basically what it does is it, it does this loop, it's chemical reaction. So it, it can spike your blood sugar, it, it gets your heart rate going. It, there's this whole sympathetic nervous system side. Uh, there's an awesome graph that I have that I don't have on me right now, it's on my computer, but it just shows all the possibilities of a stress response. And what's interesting is that it can have like this, it can have this one response and it can also have a similar and opposite response as well. So like stress could cause like wide spectrum of, of symptoms. And, um, and it's not really random, the more you learn about how the body works, the more you can realize like, oh, okay, I see. Uh, it could go this way or it could go this way. And, you know, that's why you, you can't really just go off of symptoms. Symptoms are important. They can kind of lead you into the right area. Um, but to really get to the root cause of issues, the root level issues, uh, you have to look at symptoms and then look at the person and their life and their lifestyle and their environment. And that takes time. Um, so I hope that helps you understand stress effects, but uh, let's, let's read a little excerpt. Um, stress, it's also one of the main reasons why therapy alone may not work for many be, uh, people with anxiety, panic attack, OCD, depression, or other mood disorders. Until you remove the real causes, no amount of willpower, medication, or therapy can actually achieve wellness, right? Um, paraphrase slightly. Um, that's another great uh, example. So what happens when you have anxiety? It could be so many different things. So it's not just in your head. Uh, yes, there's a, a mindset component or emotional co component where you can get in, trapped into a loop of just constantly reliving past injustices over and over again. And then that drives your you know, HPA access. Um, I won't go through it again. Uh, 
um, and messes with your HPT access, which messes with your thyroid, which can lead to low mood or, or depression and stuff like that. Or it could be messing with your gut, which messes with your microbiome, which then messes with um, how you metabolize vitamins, which then messes with um, uh, uh, neurotransmitters because vitamins, you know, surprise, surprise, vitamins have like hundreds, thousands of functions total um, in the body. And if you don't have enough raw material, uh, you're going to have some, some related issues. So your neurotransmitters get out of balance, which then of course causes more stress. And then you get caught in this negative loop, which can affect your gut all over again. So it's, 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 um, I hope I didn't go like too complicated, but I was just going off the uh, top of my head. I didn't even plan this episode. So, um, I just, um, wanted to do it a different way and see how it goes and if you have any questions next one up is going to be electrosmog so i'm going to study a bit more on this i mean there's entire books dedicated to um emfs and the effect on health and uh and like i said i didn't believe that before but the more more science and the more i understood the the human body the more i realized there's so much more to to what we understand as health uh, than we think. And uh, we'll get into that uh, on tomorrow or the next day, whenever I do the toxic enemy number six, electrosmog, we'll get into that. But, um, but yeah, health is really cool. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, pass this along to anyone you feel it could serve. Um, don't, it, it's okay to be different and uh, not wear a mask. Um, you know, if you want to, and I don't judge you for wearing a mask, if, you, if you're only doing it for pressure, I have friends like that who just don't want to deal with any fallout, so they'll wear a mask. Um, but I, I try to do what's right, and um, call that, I guess you could call it stubborn, but I try to do what's right because I think I want to I be that change that I, I want the world want to be that change I want to see in the world, I think is, is how it goes. So when I, I just can't, the, these, these poor kids, uh, I don't even know what rules they're going to be forcing on these kids uh, come the next school term, if, even if they're allowed to see other kids. Um, are they going to be spraying them with chemicals like in the 19-somethings when they were spreading D, uh, spraying DDT? Uh, on these kids, uh, are they going to be spraying their chairs and the walls and uh, and all these all the surfaces uh, in the school with these cancer causing already like even today's chemicals still cause cancer. You know, it's not just um, oh we did away with DDT, everything's fine, no no need to worry. Um, all these things do cause hormone disruptions. Um, you know, cancer, other breathing disorders, all these things, all these chemicals affect the body. And they're going to be exposing massive amounts of kids to this, even for a virus that, that literally, like, not anywhere do I see that, uh, I mean, I, maybe there's a few news outlets that say the virus affects everyone equally, but it doesn't affect kids. It really doesn't, it, if you, unless they're sick kids. So if they're sick, kids like they have cancer or something like that yes that that's a vulnerable population please protect them don't spray chemicals on them and also uh look into the reason why they have cancer it's not just genetics i mean um anyway getting off to another topic 
So have a great day, night, um, pass this along to anyone who wants to uh, really wake up and uh, I hope you stay sane out there. Bye.